we all experience stress, that's for sure. I call my stress my roller coaster, you know. You just, you just have the best days followed by some of your worst days. I think the biggest thing for me, though, that I've worked so hard on over the last three years has completely changed my life is a different perspective and mentality. That has personally, you know, changed changed my life and, and, and kind of my outlook on when you think things are bad, but you know that it's going to end up being for the best. Hi guys, welcome to Dancing in the Gray, a podcast and a platform that shines light on the importance of prioritizing our mental health. Regardless of whether or not you live with a mental health condition, we all have mental health. I am not a medical professional. I have a lived experience. And I believe in the power of storytelling because by sharing our personal stories and by shining our own light, we give permission for others to do the same, to feel seen, to feel heard, and in turn feel liberated. I hope you will join me on this journey as we discuss these gray areas of our lives, which can often feel so lonely and isolating. I hope these conversations plant seeds of inspiration for you to feel your best. Because when we dance confidently in the gray, the colors of life show up so much brighter. I'm so excited to have you here. You are the founder of Cross New York, the amazing clothing brand that raises awareness for social impact causes. And did I see recently you added restaurateur to this list? Is that... Is that an accurate statement via Instagram? No. 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 (laughs) Okay. We'll just, we'll stick to the clothing. Just apparel for now. Well, for now, for now, for now, for now. Um, Talk to me a bit about Crossed. Crossed. Okay. Where to begin? We are just coming up on our three-year anniversary. So still, you know, little babies, but um, I think it's absolutely incredible to see um, all that we've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time. Um, and super excited to see what, you know, the impact that we continue to to have moving forward. But um, the idea uh, and story behind Cross really starts, you know, kind of from my beginning. I grew up in a small suburb in New Jersey. By the time I, you know, started college at, at NYU and came to New York, you know, I used to say when I was introducing the brand that it was the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement or the women's movement or the call for gun reform. Um, or climate change. But the truth of the matter is these things were happening. It was just the first time that I personally became aware because I, I was isolated. I, I truly didn't know what was happening in this big but small world you know, around us. Um, and uh, for obvious reasons, it was just overwhelmed by you know, everything. And I think for a lot of people, you know, moving officially, um, you know, to New York, that is like the first time that, you know, they, you know, really find themselves or just become aware, right? Uh, just for lack of a better word. But um, it had a profound impact on me. Um, and the story specifically for Cross started um, to be conceptualized after the mass shooting that took place in Parkland, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, March for Our Lives was by far the uh, inspiration for the story of the brand. Um, these students who just, you know, survived a, a terrible tragedy, but immediately came together uh, to create an organization that is one of the leading organizations in the call for gun reform today. Um, now global, um, but it kind of what what my light bulb moment, you know, was, you know, when 
learning about March for Our Lives um, was this personal slogan of support your friends that I always had, uh, that you and I love to speak about, Britt. Um, and, and the beauty behind the brand slogan of support your friends is how many different ways people interpret it and how personal people can make it. But March for Our Lives allowed me to understand what my meaning was. Mm -hmm. And that's a matter of people coming together who believe in the same thing, stand for the same thing, right? Want to see the same change. Um, whether we have the opportunity to meet each other or not, that's enough to call you a friend, right? And that's mm -hmm. kind of the, the ethos uh, of what we're doing here across. So as you said, every collection that we we release our goal is to increase awareness around different social causes gun reform being the first climate change food insecurity um are some others that we've tackled so far well and i think that's so amazing and i think that's what attracted me because i reached out to you on social media i found you on instagram and saw a bit of your story and what you were doing because at least from my experience, there's such, um, or there can be a barrier to entry when it comes to getting involved with social impact causes or different organizations. And you've been able to creatively do it in a way, especially for young kids to do that through clothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not only show and represent and wear where maybe their beliefs, but like you said, bring people together through community. Right. A hundred percent. And being able to kind of wear those beliefs, um, is cool. You know, for me, I, I worked in uh, fashion during my time at NYU. So inherently I just took to apparel as that first vehicle, um, of trying to build community, but really trying to tell story to try to raise awareness is what I knew best. I think the cool thing for the brand is it, it, it's not going to end with apparel, right? Like what else can you create that, you know, can help bring people together that can help kind of spread that message further. And I think that's uh, kind of how we, how we think about kind of the future for the, for the brand. Yeah. I think the opportunities for you are endless and like, it's just, so. Thank you know, you. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your hype woman. You <laughs> just are. Count, just count you on me. You, you have been from day one. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really good at that. Um, in it's interesting because you know you talk about going back to your roots post school in yeah. fashion, and then that move, that transitional move to the city where you're having this awareness and coming out of your bubble, being in a small town, which mm -hmm. nobody can fault you for. Like no. people only know people Just know the what reality. they know. Right. Yeah. But did you growing up in high school or even in your early 20s or maybe even recently like? have an experience around mental health conditions or regardless of whether or not you identify as somebody who lives with a mental health condition, have you had these gray spaces or have there been times in your life that have been, I guess, opportunities to test you or challenge you? Well, I think, you know, for, for us right now as a brand, right. We've, we've been fortunate to work with you, right. And Ami and, um, the, the big thing for, for me this year specifically um, with everything that is happening in the world, right? So I want to be educated about what you speak about. Um, a wise man once said nothing is kind of like my uh, life motto um, or quote that I try to live by because I, I don't like to speak about things I, I don't know. Um, and I think for the brand, um, one of the be most beautiful things that I've seen us recognized for this year from reputable publications and people within our space is the brand's authenticity right for us for us to be acknowledged as a brand that's only two and a half years old um 
who has been authentic through and through from the day that we launched and has continued to stay true to, to our mission. That to me is like my biggest accomplishment here. Right. And I bring that up just because as a brand that uses apparel that, you know, can be boxed into the fashion industry, let's say, even though I don't you know really like to be, um, you can't be a brand that speaks on everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so this year, you know, food insecurity is huge, right? Gun reform, that's always going to be, you know, something that we, we work on, uh, climate change and increasing awareness around, like, these are the three, you know, things that, you know, if someone says, you know, how come you didn't post about this or, or that, or how can we not speak? It's like, listen, these are my three things, mm-hmm. right? And that, that is, I think, important in, in remaining authentic and true and, 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 and being smart about what we speak about, right? Let's say, let's talk about mental health, right? We're not, I'm not, you know, uh, a leader in the space the way that you are. Um, I'm not an advocate the way that you are. But what I think that we do really well and using our relationship as, as that prime example is bringing professionals to speak on our behalf, right? Mm-hmm. And having the team take that as a, you know, learning while we're doing that too. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but, you know, right now it's focusing on, on the initiatives that, you know, we have done a lot of work in and, and also one of my biggest reasons for doing so it's not only being educated, but we're a small brand, right? So there's no one specific formula that we follow when we form these partnerships, right? March for our lives, we created a capsule collection uh, to commemorate the one year anniversary and we donated hundred percent of the proceeds. When it came to climate change and our partnership with Unary Reforestation, we know what the cost is for these trees to plant them, right? And we planted over 10,000 in six different countries and we paid up front for that. You know, food insecurity from, what was it? April, middle of April through the end of the summer, we partnered, we, we weren't even officially partnered with Food Bank for New York. We just donated all of our mm-hmm. proceeds, right? Um, you know, same people were buying our goods there in COVID. That was great. So it's like, just make up your costs, donate everything else, do what you can to help, you know, your local community, right? Because that was the first time as a brand we really supported our local New York community. And to me, that was like one of the most special feelings, right? Because climate change, gun reform, more global issues, like your impact is less tangible, right? No, it is. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think people forget how they can be empowered and create positive impact within their local spaces. So I think exactly. it's really cool that you did that because those are your neighbors. Like all those New York citizens that you helped out, that, that's that's your people. Exactly. And to build on that thought, the more that we as a small brand focus on the causes that we have really worked hard to increase awareness or support, right? The more support we're going to be able to provide, right? So the food bank, it was 50,000 meals during COVID, right? But then we had our next collection coming out and then we made bigger plans and we donated X amount more. And the more you work within a specific cause, the greater impact that you're going to have versus, you know, spreading yourself thin. Yeah. Not that that's bad. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I personally would just like to you know, feel that real difference that, you know, we're making as, as a young brand. And I think that that's one of been one of the most like kind of rewarding feelings like for the team here as well. So we'll continue to try like build on, on, on the causes that, you know, we have, you know, worked so hard, um, around as a team. Um, and then ultimately work with professionals like yourselves when it comes to a time where we feel like we should be speaking about this, Mm -hmm. right. Or our community and our 
customers like this is something like during COVID, right? We had these Zoom sessions, 50 to 100 customers, community members, like at a time, right? And we were all in quarantine for the first time. Like you want to speak about mental health, like they, they want to speak about that. But what did we, you know, we were like, okay, this is something that we need to, to do, but how are we going to go about doing it? And then enter, let's say, our conversations with Brett, with Nami, right? Like now we have you guys host it on our behalf, right? So right. that's that 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 was uh, something that that was great. And then of course we have incredible partners through um, our partnerships with these nonprofits, right? So look at like that would mean like from March for Our Lives, one of the board members there, like, but he was able to come, um, you know, speak on our behalf with our community, you know, during all the social unrest last spring mm-hmm. summer. So. It's just been great to build this network of incredibly intelligent uh, people around us that, you know, we're able to kind of share, you know, resources around as well and and just ultimately provide, um, you know, value to the community that, you know, we're building here. Well, and you're definitely doing that. But have you like, I'm curious because you talk about, you know, athletics and academics being in high school when that is such like a, a young um, transitional age. Did you experience any mental health? symptoms or just even stress. I think that's the thing that people forget is like, regardless of whether or not you identify as one who lives with a mental health condition, we all, we all experience stress. We all experience stress. That's for sure. Stress is an inevitable. I call my stress, my roller coaster. You Do know? you? You just, you just have the best days followed by some of your work, you know, and also with like what we're doing here, right? Like you have your best days followed by your worst days. Um, I'll tell you this. Would I come come on this podcast and say that I identify as someone that lives with a mental health condition? I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, right? I, I wouldn't want to minimize, you know, like what I'm going through compared to what other people, right? Very fortunate, very lucky. I think the biggest thing for me though that I've worked so hard on over the last three years has completely changed my life is a different perspective and mentality about mm-hmm. um things that people would consider um p things that people would consider to be you know bad things that, that are happening right if you're able to change your mentality and it's, it's something that I've, i work every single day on i have something that it takes me 10 minutes a day i do it religiously it's actually something that's like really part of my religion it's about faith and if you do have the the faith that everything you know truly does happen for a reason um and in that moment if you think it's bad Right. But ultimately, there's going to come a point in time and that could be later that day or a week later, or really even a year or two, three years later, maybe it's 10 years later. There's going to come a point in time. And I truly do believe it through and through that it was actually something that was meant to be that was like for the good. I think that that has allowed me to want to cope with the stress and using the brand, for, for example. Right. Let's say COVID. Right. And what that did to the business or. Um, you know, we opened an incredible store inside, you know, a premier retailer in London. And we spent so much money to build out this store within the store and, you know, everything it took to build this whole experience. And then boom, another lockdown comes in the store. We never got to see the light of day, right? Like that's disheartening. Yeah. Terrible. Right. Yeah. But then it was like three months later and like, it ended up being better for our relationship with these people, right? Because they saw how much we put into it. They came back and they placed a bigger order and like it offset any issues that we ever had. Or, you know, we had an incredible opportunity to collaborate with Fila, right? And we had this sneaker developed and it was supposed to launch summer 2020 in Tokyo in a retail store in Japan Olympics, like this huge story. 
right? COVID, Olympics canceled, shoe never gets to see the light of day. Oh my God, like we just missed the two year old brand's opportunity to you know collaborate with Fila. And then what happens? You know, the head of collaboration hits us up. We're launching this shoe that no one we never introduced before. We want you guys to be the first ones to introduce it. They send me a sample, I look at it, I'm like, I can't believe I ever like agreed to do that other sneaker. I hated it. This one is incredible. The sneaker did so well for us, this new one. You were part of that campaign. Now we're coming back and releasing four more colors in the next few months. Like they're stressed, right? But I think that like if you're able to really train and work hard and it takes like dedication to it to really like switch your mental, that has personally, you know, changed changed my life and 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 kind of my outlook on when you think things are bad, but you know that it's gonna end up being for the best, right? Yeah. And it's just to piggyback off of what you're saying and reiterate it's a teachable moment. Exactly. It's like, okay, this is happening. This may not feel good, or this isn't maybe how I expected things to turn out, but what is this trying to teach me? And then in, in retrospect, again, you said this too, generally it, you see how it serves you in a greater capacity. Um, and I know something I've done before a bunch in the past is like, I put glass ceilings on myself or I'm so focused and I'm so like, things need to be this way, this way, this way. And then when I let go of that expectation, when I release and shatter that glass ceiling and everything does fall into place, it just all makes sense. Totally agree with you. Can you talk to me about that 10 minute practice? If you would like to, that you were saying you do every day? Well, it's called, it's, it's like part of like I'm Jewish. Um, and there's something that's called Emunah and it means faith. Right. And there's, um, just an email that comes out every single week, uh, every single day, excuse me. And it's just like different stories and different lessons on to how to really, um, build this faith. Um, and I've been doing it religiously for over three years now. And I used to listen to it because you have the option of listening or reading it. And I would have my other notes. It's actually crazy because I started this in college. So I have like in my notes and my phone, like from 2012, right? And every single, it's, it's day by day by day. And I would take notes on every single lesson, every single day. And I would write the date out, I write my notes, I listen to it, I write my notes. I remember like vividly sitting in the library doing this. And I stopped, I stopped at some point. And now it's been like three years since I've been doing it again. And I just take notes on it every single day. Mm. And if I'm having a moment, I go back to, I'll, I'll scroll to any of these, right? But the crazy thing, and like uh, I'm a religious person, like when I'm having a specific problem on a specific day, the craziest thing is like, I feel like God puts a specific lesson that is literally teaching exactly like what I'm going through in that day. Yes. And that's when like, I just get the chills and I'm like, okay, I know this is real. Like I know what I'm doing is right. Like you have to continue on with this. Um, so I just take notes on it every single day. I go back to them anytime I'm having a moment and continue to do it day by day. And you really are like, you know, I don't want to say tricking your mind because I'm not trying to trick myself. Like this is just changing the way that I live my life. And I think it has changed, um, allowed me to live. It's allowing me to live a much more positive life. I don't think it's tricking at all. I think it's just reprogramming. No, no, exactly. You know, like our society, no, but, but I'm such an advocate and believe in the things that you're sharing. First of all, I'm like, I'm not Jewish, but can I get this email? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, how do I, how do you, I get this? By the way, do you know how many people I, like, I was like, please, like, I, cause I speak to friends. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in the building a brand around friendship. Uh, people are the most important thing in the world. Surrounding yourself um, with the right people is the most important thing. And um, we have an incredible group of friends who are very open to sharing, you know, the things that they're going through. So um, this is actually something that I like religiously sent to them as a please just subscribe to this. Like I'll come into your inbox every single day. Like, just please do this. So I can. Yes, of course. I have the key to the email. Um, you know what I call those little moments? Because that's something I sit down when I wake up, I get up really, really early and I meditate every morning. And one of the things that I do before I meditate is I ask God, I ask my spirit guides and guardian angels. I'm like, what do I need to know? What, what do you need to show me? Like present, present in whatever way the the information or the knowing. And like you said, it always shows up in some always form or capacity. capacity or, exactly. And it is, I call those little God whispers. Because it is a nice moment and reminder that you're on your path mm-hmm. of, of being in alignment and just like, oh, this feels, this feels good. Definitely. I pray every morning. That's my, um, my form of meditation. Mm, that's beautiful. That's real. And I also think, you know, you, you say about doing this, it's only 10 minutes. I think people have the misconception that these practices and these self-care tools, whatever you want to call them, whether they're faith-based or whether they're, you know, creating moments of pause have to be these really intricate, long, long moments. And they don't, it's just the consistency of consistency, a check-in. Exactly. 10 minutes a day for three years and I've changed the way that I live my life. Yeah. Is, are there anything else that, that you focus on for self-care like whether that be diet or exercise or reading (laughs) you know i'm happy you asked um it was funny i last actually a year ago june i had like a double knee surgery nothing too serious but it was supposed to happen like covid hit and it got pushed stupidly like right when they you know opened up elective surgery again i said i just want to get this over with but then it was summer and I, I didn't move. Like I was in such great shape during COVID. I was, I was working out. I was, I was home with my family, which is incredible. You know, I had my mom there, you know, for the first time in a long time every day. Right. So, you know, there, there was, there was healthy food and, and really whatever I needed. And then summer came and I couldn't move. I couldn't play sports. I was recovering from the surgery. And I just remember, um, the end of 2020, just re- actually feeling the worst I ever felt. Um, I wasn't eating well, I wasn't working out, I was immobile, wasn't taking care of myself. And I really have to give credit to my friend who I live with. I had COVID right over Christmas, right? So I was alone, um, you know, over Christmas, New Year's, and he was away right when he came back. You know, he was going, he was going into his uh, room and he came back around the corner and he was like, he's like, I have a proposal for you. And I was like, oh God, like, what is this going to be? It was like month of January, like no drinking, eating well, we're going back to the gym, all this stuff. And June, January 3rd, what was January 4th was the Monday. I know the first Monday of the year ever since that up until today, I've been waking up the earliest I've ever woken up. I've been in the gym every single morning. If I'm not in the gym, I picked up running. I picked up running. Oh my God, this is what I should speak about. Brett, like speak about mental health. Yes. Running 
has been the best thing that I've ever done for my mental well-being. Mm. Ever. It's like it's been a life changer. And like I've built it up from January up until today. Jan January well, I did maybe like 20 miles, like I'm doing 40 plus miles a month. Wow. My time's great, my distance has grown. Um, and it's been like the biggest um tool for my head and sometimes like i'll finish a stressful day at work and like i'll have to go run now like now it's like something i have to do it's been such a stress reliever um when i started in january the city was still you know very dead mm-hmm. so there's so much space and i felt like i had the whole city to myself now it's like you can't even like uh get out with them dodging you're in a video game you're yeah like- exactly but it's still great um but yes my like eating healthier working out four four times minimum a week that has been like a huge game changer for me this this week this year and that's what you know January, February, March, April, May, June like I'm really really praying that like I, I want to see what like I feel like after a year of like making this my new lifestyle well and then you see how it's all connected like your sleep gets involved and then your work productivity and your you know you're a creative person so your creativity and it's almost like you become more sensitive to, to feeling or to feeling good because you're just making choices that are kind of creating momentum for yourself. I think everyone in my office like was so annoyed with me in January because all I spoke about January, 2021 was like, like running, like how healthy I am <laughs> and like how hard I've been working and you know how much better I feel and it was yeah but like calm down it is a different it's a different it's a different life man well it's a different life and I think I mean I don't know I've never lived in New York I know definitely LA supports that lifestyle in a lot of ways I'm not sure yeah if New York does the healthy lifestyle yeah New York um I mean (laughs) I don't know. I've, yeah, I don't know either. Listen, it could. It's up to you at the end of the there day. There you go. Like, you know? Well, I was actually giving you more credit because you are yeah. in New York and you're maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'm making the assumption that it's yeah. not. So, yeah. But it's funny that you say running too, because I work out, I do a lot of different types of workouts. Running has never been something that I have gotten into, but in the last month, I hate it. Emma. Yeah, I've been doing it. And I've been trying to, I, but you know, the key for me is finding people to do it with me. Cause it's one of those. Oh, see, that's a difference. I'm telling you running. So I had a friend from LA here and it was one of those moments where I, just, I needed to run. It was like Tuesday. It was a tough day. He was visiting and I was like, dude, Terry, I'm going to go, I'm going on a run. He's like, Oh, do you mind if I come with you? I was like, and I love my friends, but it was the first time that I was like, Terry, I love you so much. You're my best friend. You're one of the most incredible human beings. But running is me time. Mm. I do this alone, do it by myself. I have my headphones in if I'm listening to this or that. But like the running, it's not, it's not even like a working out thing for me. This no, is it's mental. me and my and my mental health moment. And I can't do it with anybody. I'm not on anyone else's clock but myself. Yeah. I'm hoping I get there. It's nice. Yeah, because for me, that's how hiking is. I'm like, <laughs> I have people that want to hike with me. That's and I'm I like, was always, I was always, I always envied LA people for that. Like we don't we don't have that here. I've never been able to really ever do that. Every time I've been to LA, it's always like, oh, I want to do like one of those hikes that I was, you know, see people do, but I don't I've never even done it. Because I'm all done. I'm all but yeah Britt we'll uh we'll hike do it next time I'm over there yes when you I'll show you I have great spots but that's it also for me quiets my mind and I have 
people that are like, I want to go with you. And I'm like, I don't want you to go with me. Exactly. <laughs> I want exactly. to go solo. Yeah. So it's cool, you know, to, to have found, um, to found that thing this year for me that, uh, has been focused on my mental health. Mm-hmm. Like it's been running. So it's cool. That's your something. anchor. Yeah. All right. So what does support your friends mean to you right now? I, I feel you. like this is, I know you did, but like right now in this moment, I'm so in, in embedded in like, um, the way that we interpret it here, just because like what we're doing every day. So it's really like, that is my, my interpretation. It's really, it's like, listen, yes, we're on this video call or there's somebody across the world that also believes in some of the things that I believe in. Right. So like, there's no reason we can't call that, that person a friend. So like for me, really support your friends is about, um, calling people friends who have these, these same beliefs, these same desires, like really see change. And, um, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have something else for you just because that's no, like, that's, perfect. that's like how we like focus on like what we do here and like stay true to like what we're doing here. Right. So for me, like I said earlier, the like perfect example, the day that it wasn't the day, it was the week that we launched a brand. We opened um, a concept store in Soho and the cash wrap, you know, where people checked it out, had the big decal of support your friends. And I remember the brand getting tagged in a photo from this girl who wrote Brett a real essay in her, um, what's called like description, whatever in your caption on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it was all around what support your friends meant to her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell yeah. Like this is what this is going to be about. Like, this is mm-hmm. the feeling, this is the feeling that I know, like I worked all as hard as we have, like to get to this moment. So I could feel, have this feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I think that, um, a lot of some of our early on successes have been because um, of the of the message, right? And it's just something people could get behind, um, and, and it's cool to see how people interpret it. So less about what it means to me because I know like how I'm keeping focus with that. It's more about the feelings that that I get to have when I see how other people uh, resonate with it. To me, that's the most special thing. And I love that you associated that with this cultivation of feeling. Yeah. I think feeling is so important. So I know that may be woo-woo of me, but. Literally, no, we're, we're working on some material. Patel and I are working on these materials and we're speaking about storytelling and um, knowing who you're speaking to, right? Authenticity and making them have a feeling. If you are successful in making people have a feeling, you're doing something right. So to us, like, that's what we have. That's what we strive to do is, mm. is to leave an emotion um, with with somebody so and they'll yeah. carry that with them hopefully that's beautiful yeah. so what's what's on the horizon for you guys what should we be looking out for we have we have big um big uh program that we're launching um around some of our best selling styles actually produced in la brit our best fabrics to date uh going to be our most accessible product to date because that's what this brand is really about right being able to provide people with great product that is accessible it's affordable it's inclusive um we are opening a we're actually opening a little pop-up uh, concept store in dumbo next mm. week which is cool and um how long our fall through at least the end of the summer and if it, you know if we could keep it open after um if, if things go well um but yeah cross is is growing on top you know uh, launching a lot of incredible retail 
stores um, globally and nationally this fall, which is super exciting. Um, this basics program that we have coming out at the end of this month is a, is a big play for us. And um, some more fun collaborations um, coming out soon. So you'll see those again. We can't wait to see what those fun collaborations are with you because they're always something. There's always some, is Patel sitting right there with you? No, oh, close okay. the door. All if right. my door is closed, I, I don't get it. Um, the other day, I forget whether it was you or Days, something on your Instagram, I saw you with a Dunkin' Donuts cup. Was I? It was a picture. It may not have been a recent picture, but it was a picture. And trust me, I spotted it. And I was oh, like, Oh, any of it because Duncan, he has my are, heart. Yeah, Duncan is our go to on, on set. On set, we do Duncan. Are you a genuine Duncan fan or is this just. I'm set? like, whatever coffee is the closest around me at the very moment uh, okay. type, of, type of guy. But on set in studio, we only do Duncan. I have a deep love for Duncan, but Mm -hmm, you know, like I'm get shit for drinking it from a lot of people. Why? What's wrong with Duncan? I don't know. People just don't think it's good coffee. I beg to differ. I think it's good coffee. I think it's good coffee. I just like because I get a massive one on set and it just lasts me like the whole morning. It's pretty big. So is your coffee order, what is it? I have to ask. Black. 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 It's the go-to. Black. Nothing. Nothing in it. No sugar, no milk, no nothing, but uh, please. That's smart. Mm-hmm. That's smart. My first one is like that of the day, but then I go to I go to a latte. Yeah. Nope. Number two. Never. <laughs> Even my 4 p.m. coffee is black. There's a 4 p.m. coffee. Yeah. There's someone in the office. He's religiously does like the second half of the day coffee. Wow. So I always get involved in it. Every day. Pretty much. That's impressive. The, yeah. It's usually like two or three cups. I could have a coffee break and go to sleep. Okay. It's more of a habit thing for me, to be honest with you. Well, I think once you start drinking it too regularly, it just kind of, it doesn't affect you that much. I mean, I need it. I definitely would have a withdrawal if I didn't have it. <laughs> I'm okay if I don't have it. These are the important things. <laughs> I can make it through. I wish it was like that. Yeah. I just want it, you know? Yeah, I'm impressed about the 4 p.m. coffee. Well, it sounds like you're getting your coffee, getting your day. And I appreciate you getting your coffee, getting your day with me. Oh, yeah, I owe somebody five bucks, right? You have to pay that forward. I'm going to do that today. I'm paying forward. I'm going to do it today. Or, you know, when you're even in line. No, no, no. I'm going to be doing it right. I'll be doing it right when we hang up. Okay, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. You'll just make somebody's. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Just so everyone on this podcast is aware, Britt one time randomly sent me $5 <laughs> for me to go buy coffee <laughs> on Venmo. It says, hope you got your coffee today. I thought it was the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me in my life. I'm so glad you appreciated it. Who am I going to send it to? Ooh, I'm going to give it a, I'm a, I'll give it a quick thought. Yeah, give it a thought. I'll give it a thought. But like when you see that, it's so simple, yet unexpected. And then Great. you're like. <laughs> Amazing. You're a legend for it. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you're passing it forward. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for having me, Brett. You're the best. And I will come hike with me. <laughs> yes. Come enough. hike with me. All right. Have a great day. Thank you so much again. Hi, friends. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked what you heard today, I ask that you pass this message and episode along to one other person. Leave a review and rate us if you feel inspired to do so. 
and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Dancing in the Gray. Don't forget, when we dance confidently in the gray, the colors of life show up so much brighter.